American Hammers TV, we have a special episode today. Um, first of all, I'd like to mention real quick our sponsor, Strava Craft Coffee. I drink this stuff. As always, every single episode, as you can tell, it uh, doesn't matter if it's in the morning, noon, or night, I'm always drinking it because it's chemically, uh, organically, sorry, not chemically, Jesus, organically infused with CBD oil. So it kind of balances yeah, the Yeah, come on, wait a minute, Tim, it's chemically, chemically infused, It's chemicals, man. Mine's chemically infused with chemicals. bloody Jack Daniels, that's for definite. There's marijuana in it. No, it's not marijuana oil. It's CBD oil, okay? Um, so it counterbalances the caffeine, which is fantastic. There's a 15% off coupon in the link in the description below. So that said... We have um, Mr. Wayne from Dallas, Texas. Yeah, from, from East Texas, isn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but our, our our special guest is Gonzo from Hammers Chat. I think everybody knows who he is, especially if you're watching anything West Ham related on um, YouTube. You must also watch Hammers Chat, so you must know Gonzo. What's happening, Gonzo? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm I'm just. Um sort of tuck it into my Strava Craft coffee. I'm only joking. I don't, <laughs> I, I, I just, uh, yeah, organically, chemically um, enhanced um, uh, marijuana coffee. No, I'm, I'm joking. I'm sure it's lovely, lovely, lovely that stuff. Like a nice strong cup of tea. I can see you can sand your spoon up in that from here, mate. You can see it. I, I tell you what, yeah, mate, it's the only way to go. Is. And, uh, and, and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying Wayne's uh, Texan twang, certainly. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, 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 I left England about 25 years ago now. And still, still, when I'm like talking with people over here, they're like, "Yeah, you definitely, you definitely sound like you're from London." As soon as I get on on online with another Englishman, they're like, "Texas, Texas twang, bloody hell, it's uh, awful." I need to get back home. I really do. I'm sure uh, I, uh, you're probably okay up in Texas. To be fair, <laughs> well, let's put a little bit of background about you, man. Um, I mean, a lot of people watch you and, and listen to your insight, which you know, it's really fun to watch you and Geo um, on Hammer's chat. Um, the really insightful stuff which is really cool and it's probably one of my you know probably my personal favorite channel um but what what about you man where are you from like where exactly i know we all know geos from scotland you can hear that a mile away um even though some say he's from northern ireland um but that's another story but yeah yeah, yeah. well i'm firstly no, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you said it's fun as well. That, that I, I like. I like that. You got to yeah. listen. You, you guys are doing. Um, you're doing YouTube. You've got into the world of YouTube, and you know what? You, you better either be informative or you better be entertaining because that's that's what you're doing. Is it, YouTube is is the new television. So if uh, I'm glad that's that's really good because it's uh, you know you know yourself. It's hard work, and you you know you you put your your life and soul into it. So you know, well done, you fellas for um. For cracking on and doing this certainly you've got a, a a very interesting journey ahead of you um yeah. <laughs> uh, where am i from i'm i'm originally from a place called ilford which is four or five miles from um from up from upton park you know yeah so i guess upton park is technically still there isn't it in one uh one form or another so um yeah so that's where I'm from. Hence the reason it's West Ham there was never really any choice really it was the closest football club to us. I used to date a bird from Milford. Well done, she, she was Kirsten, my name was. Oh, I think I dated her myself, Wayne, to be honest yeah, with you. I think yeah. everybody did to be quite honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to yeah. travel all the way from southwest London to go see her. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh really? Oh, she was a Charlton fan then, or so. Was she a Wimbledon fan or something? I mean, she was an everybody fan, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what, your podcast has taken a turn already. So I yeah, that uh, always is whenever I'm on. <laughs> I haven't had a talk with uh, Charlie on the show anyway. We, we had Charlie on, but it was Wayne and my my regular co-host, Lee. Uh, they had a good chat with him. But I did get to speak with Gio and Mike Manera. And, you know, we kind of asked them about, you know, the story of how they got involved with, um, 
know, Hammer's chat, but apparently, you know, it started all with um, a forum. Is that right? It was indeed. So there were a number of us all chatting on a forum called Hammers Mad. And we'd been on there since about 2005, let's say. Um, been on there a, a good few years. And I'm very, very poor with dates and time. And my, my, uh, <laughs> my memory is pretty bad for that encyclopedic stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, you know how it is. But uh, anyway, um, I had to... There came a point where we've been using this forum service for free. And you guys will know because you're over there in the States. You, 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 any connection with your football club it is, is desperately needed. And you're desperate for any sort of news or anything like that. And obviously, we've got all these things now. We've got podcasts. We've got YouTube. It's a lot easier now with the Internet. But you've got to remember back in 2003, 2005, whilst there was an Internet, of course, we were on a forum, there wasn't this much stuff going on. So it was a really good place for fellow Hammers fans. And we've got fans from all around the world on there, by the way, just to chat all things West Ham together. We've been doing that for years and then for free. And one day we tuned, we we went on and they, they were demanding they were demanding 20 pounds to carry on or you could carry on for free. But what would happen is adverts kept on jumping oh, in yeah. front. So you couldn't yeah. even reply. So what happened was uh, you, you read there's a website called Knees Up Mother Brown. You know that, that website? Yeah, definitely. A few people. We were quite a tight community, though. So we weren't a very particularly big website. There were, I would say, a couple of hundred regular posters. Obviously, Knees Up Mother Brown had thousands. The It was suggested that maybe we go to Knees Up Mother Brown, but we all said, well, actually, it's, it's too big. We'll all get lost and fragmented there. We wanted this community thing. Um, I run a building business, and somebody that runs my website, we just had a chat, a friend of mine, and he said, I explained the problem. He said, why don't you build a website? I said, I can't build a website. He said, yeah, of course you can. He said, what's your YouTube t t tutorial? And I had to do it. So I did, and it was ghastly, and it was horrible. And I went back, I onto, back the, onto the other website and just said, look, I'm trying to build one. Uh, so I'll be it'll be ready in a couple of weeks. And everybody just said, well, can we come on now? I said, well, I don't know. What's not really ready? They said, what's not ready about it? Can you post and can you reply? I said, yes. But I, I didn't know what claret was because there's a code for every color. So it was pink. Uh -huh. I didn't have the correct blue. I mean, so it was basically <laughs> pink and turquoise. I didn't even, I, I was trying I tried to, on Photoshop, do these crossed hammers. It was awful. It looked terrible. And everyone said, no, we'll just pile over now. And that was, and I had to give it a name because I had to get a domain name. So yeah, hammers chat. And uh, that's how it was born, basically. Blimey. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that some sort of start starts off. And, and and how many people do you reckon you you now got regular on on that on that chat? Well, it, it says there's four thousand um, members. Well, there are four thousand members, but it's not four thousand people chatting on there. That's for sure. There's probably I would say forty to fifty regular posters on there, and and each day because obviously I've got the analytics there. Each day you probably have about two hundred to 300 people looking in um but i mean forums have taken a hit because of social media you know now social yeah. media provides a place for people to chat west ham the one niche we do have is it's hard on number one on twitter you can you can say your piece but you've got to say it very quickly whereas on a forum you can you can list out all your top 20 transfer targets and explain yeah. why the other thing is on on the forum you're going to get a reply whereas on twitter you know you can find yourself saying I, I rate this player and nobody will reply to it and um and of course you might 
you might get dogs <laughs> abuse as well, of course. So, um, you, 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 listen, you can still get abused on Hammers Chat, but nicely, if you know what I mean. So I might yeah. say, oh, well, that's crap. But at least I'll go and explain why they think your choice of left back is crap. Um, so it's a little <laughs> bit more, a little bit more community based. You, uh, yeah, you, you're talking about analytics and stuff like that. I mean, do you have any idea how many videos you've actually been you done? Um, no. Uh, no, not 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 a thousand, not a thousand. But out of all of them, like, what, what was your favorite experience you've actually had to do? Like, especially like, not just your video inside your cupboard, as um, Gio calls it, uh, but the like outside videos, like the on location videos. What was your favorite experience? Um, uh, well, the the one that sort of gave us our big leg up, if you want, was when we knew we were moving from Upton Park to Stratford. I did a I did a vlog, which was um, just basically showing the journey, basically showing how you get from one yeah. place to the other uh it went mad and so we were in a position where we were getting very low very low 100 views you know 100 200 views and all of a sudden this video got seventy thousand views you know whoa hold on a second and it got noticed and we it it's a long story but eventually we got invited by the actually no 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 this was before we got invited by the club um geo had come on board by this point geo had come on board before we started doing videos and actually we wouldn't be doing videos if it wasn't for geo because geo came and joined me on the forum and helped out because geo used to run a betting um he's very very good at his betting he knows oh, yeah. knows all his stuff he knows he's well yeah, we've noticed that you always seem to be posting all the time about i've put an accumulator on this and i've put a fiver on that and <laughs> yeah he knows he knows his stuff he's got a bit of a problem there isn't he <laughs> Well, it's only a problem if you're losing, and I don't think he loses too much. So, yeah, he's definitely worth giving a follow to get his betting tips. So he approached me on Hammers Chat because he, he was a member on there. He was he was uh, somebody, a regular contributor, and he said to me, can I have a um, a betting page? So I needed all the help I could get on there. And then he just he did that, and then he just got so involved, and, and then he was just so good and so bloody useful, really. Um, then he, he was him. He said, we should start doing videos. Um, so all of that, all the drive to do that was was all really him. But anyway, he contacted, I think he contacted, which is a really cheeky thing to do. He contacted David Sullivan. And, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And got Sullivan to agree to let us, with no followers, you know, to go and do some pitch side stuff uh, after a Stoke game. And you could scroll down our videos. I'd rather you didn't because we were all awful, <laughs> you know. And then... Uh, and so we got to go into Upton Park and sit in a dugout and uh, and do a review. We we reviewed a game in the dugout at Upton Park. It was absolutely amazing. So we did lot. We've done lots of different things. And we actually, for that last season, Upton Park, we had tremendous access by the club in there. So we've got loads of archive footage of Upton Park. We did quite a few uh, videos from there. But that first one was, was really quite special because... I'd watched, I've been there all my life, you know, from my first yeah. ever game. Yeah. You know, you when you go to your first ever football match, you know what it's like, the floodlights are on, the grass is so green, the, the players just look, they look like gods, don't they? You know, you're a kid, you're going, wow, this is bloody amazing. So I'd, I'd looked at this hallowed turf all my life and, yeah, we we got to report and we got to do a video That's funny, from pitch side. Because Gio and Charlie both refer to that match. They oh, did they? About that. Yeah. They both that was brilliant. The show. Yeah, and... Um, my one of my favorites is the is the, the the tour of the club shop at Olympic Stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was one of my favorites. That was, that was definitely one too. 
Yeah, we, we used to we used to do quite a lot. You tell of those. you guys we're having fun. You know what I mean? That, that's what I mean. I, I love we to always see the do. guys out of the. Out of well, the that, that, I think that's the one thing that comes yeah. across with with whatever like you you two are on is it's it it just seems a real good natural relationship. Yeah, you, exactly. You, it, it just comes across as 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 banter between two mates, which is really good. It doesn't seem contrived or anything, does it, Tim? No, not at all. Well, I'd, I'd like to think a lot of this stuff we often say. So we might chat for 10, 15 minutes afterwards. And then we say, ah, damn, you know, we, we pressed stop recording, uh, stop broadcasting probably 15 minutes too early because we will go on and, oh, and have yeah. a right laugh. But obviously, you know, you've got to be mindful. We've always tried. I've got four children. So I'm always trying to be mindful if at certain times we're recording. They're only the other side of that door. So I try not to swear too much. And obviously, you know what YouTube's like. If you're swearing a lot, it's it likes to sort of censor your videos and ban your videos mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Um so maybe the swearing after we've we've pressed stop broadcast a bit much but but yeah we do we do often have a laugh and funny enough he was just messaging me uh, 10 minutes ago and we we're having a laugh about something so um so yeah you've you've got look this 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 whole youtube thing and you've got to or podcast or whatever you you've got to have characters on there you've got to have relationships otherwise when youtube first started anybody mm-hmm. that had a webcam could produce content and as YouTube's grown and grown and grown and grown and grown, actually, people that used to be in television and stuff like that are now coming over and doing YouTube. So actually, yeah. it's not just enough to have a webcam now. Now you you better be you better be having fun. You better be informative. You better know your stuff or 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 any one of them, because you know. And I, to be fair, I'll be perfectly honest with you, fellas. You know, you've got a good um, rapport yourselves. I was obviously. I didn't know I was coming on until quite late today. So for the last hour, I've been clicking through and watching a lot of your videos and having a catch up. And I've seen, um, you know, I've seen loads of stuff and you, you've you got good banter and you're enjoying yourself. You've got to enjoy yourself. You've got to be relaxed, which is what you are. Yeah, and then the, that will come across. For the most part. So, oh God, there's been a few times where after the video, especially early on, I mean, after the interview, you know, before we started doing, you know, big name guests, we would just have the supporters groups. Uh, that's how this all started. It was just basically from the idea of we wanted to showcase the American sports groups and that was it, you know, and then as we could only have one or two on at a time, we would invite the club back, but only have somebody else from the groups and just, that's all we would do. But then the idea came about having people like, you know, you, Gio and, and Bubbles, Paul Colborn, or, you know, Dave Walker or so on, Baz we've had on, that wasn't even part of the plan when we started. But um, what I was getting at was in the beginning, We'd have somebody on, we'd do an interview, and then I was just feeling flat. I wasn't having a good, you know, not that I wasn't having a good time with the interview. It's just I didn't feel like I didn't feel, I didn't feel like it was right. And afterward, um, we'd look at the, you know, the views and the numbers, and I'm like, holy shit, that's one of our better episodes. People actually really enjoyed that one. You know, it, it, we can't, I can't really tell, but for the most part, everybody that we've had on has been a character. Every West Ham fan I've met so far is unique. I mean, everybody's different for the most part that, that we've had on our show. Um, and we can't really tell sometimes with our guests, we can only tell with who we're having on as a co-host. Like Wayne is a recurring guest host because, you know, yeah, I'm like a bad case of hemorrhoids. That's what I'm like, really. (laughs) He's like, you know, because he's, um, you know, um, my job lets me do it whenever, you know, these shows for the most part and not, not so much anymore, but, um, you know, Lee's regular job, he hasn't, he can't do all the episodes. So I have. You know Wayne pop in, or I've had other people like John from WHJPWHU TV on before, and you know uh, we can never tell what the guest is going to be like until afterward. And then, like you were mentioning, the time after the show stops recording is the best fifteen minutes of the show, always. 
It really is because everybody's like relaxed now. The recording stopped and everybody just banters and it's the best shit all the time. Well, I think when you <laughs> first start doing it, you're, you're a little bit worried about how you might be perceived and yes. how you might come across. And the more you do it, the more relaxed you yes. become. And actually, that's when you're at your best anyway, because yeah. people see the real you. And when people see the real you, they, they warm to that. People are gen generally nice you know so they all if, if they think they can see get an insight into you and they'll you know everyone will have their favorites as well you, you go into naturally you're going to gravitate towards somebody uh, more than the others but that's good as well because if everyone's got favorites and you've got variety on your channel and if you've got variety on your channel people are going to tune in and if, pe if people are not thinking it's rigid because that's what you don't want to be is is sort of rigid um and i mean the other thing that we've we've sort of stuck to myself and geo discussed very very early is not to kick a video out just because we need to get a video out or we should get a video out mm -hmm. international break is a is a really good a really good example there's a, a what should we say the inclination in international week because it's such a dead period is to get okay we'll carry on doing videos lots of videos but if what you're going to do is rehash something you've already spoken about or just take a subject that you're not very passionate about, it's going to be hard for you to inject your own personality into it. Because if you are being yourself, people are going to tell that you don't really care. So yeah, that that, that way, you, you know. So when you do rant and you are annoyed, that will come across, oh, that's that's real. You know, yeah. it's doing that. Yeah. Actually, when you are laughing, you do find it funny. And you know what? If you're struggling for a story and all you've got to do is do a video because Karen Brady said something in a newspaper column. Don't, don't bother. It ain't worth doing the video. There's not enough content there to, to keep you interested. And if you're not interested, your audience ain't going to be engaged. So you want yeah. juicy. That's why at a cup of tea, the questions are good because we're answering questions from other people. So we know we're discussing what other people are interested in. Exactly. And yeah. and if it's a surprise as well, which Jill always knows the questions, I don't. That's why I switched the chat off. So I, I'm just trying to give a natural reaction to stuff. And I try not to watch the news or anything that day. That's that's I'm, that's what happened. I, I, I thought that, you know, especially in the beginning, the reason why we did start adding different type of guests instead of just the supporters groups i felt that after a while it was going to get monotonous but at the same time that is our backbone that is why we started so we want to always have weekly videos with supporters groups from america to showcase them um and it's always somebody different for the most part unless there was a video where the video fucked up right and then we needed to invite them back so that we could have a better chance because either my internet crapped out or which happens occasionally yeah <laughs> this happened a couple times already so arizona i mean the most recent interview that we did um before this one oh, god almighty it, it, nothing against them they were, they were fantastic we had a great time i tried something new and it fucking backfired absolutely right in my face i'm like shit i finally got skype to work live looks great awesome and then all of a sudden everybody's like Ten minutes in, oh, we can't hear you. We can't no. hear you. And I'm like, holy shit, thank God. No, I, I was I was sitting sitting at home watching it, and I was peeing my pants. I was so pissed <laughs> off, and I'm like, I'm not going to stop and just say I stop. I can see so Tim's we, face. We I can see over Tim's to face. It was hilarious. We switched over to Hangouts, and then fucking my my Hangouts, I couldn't get my camera. Work. It was a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and then because they were in a pub, all the background noise. And you know how Hangouts is when someone's talking, they go to the forefront. Even though yeah. they weren't talking, there was a band doing sound check in the background and the fucking pub so lee was trying to talk and he's like i'm like what's he saying i'm like this <laughs> so anyway 
other than that, I mean, I, I would invite, you know, the same people back like that. But for the most part, what we're trying to do is always have something different. Even though we're putting up a lot of videos and we're, you know, that was my worry. Lee's more relaxed about, hey, let's not put out too much content. I'm like, no, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's get out there. Ah, not enough people know about us yet. That's me. But anyway, um, the, uh, at least every single thing that we're doing, it's somebody different. It's a different interview. There's different things we're talking about. Even though it's similar, it's so, there's always something different. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, you've got to keep it fresh, which you, which you clearly are doing by having different people on. Um, you're you're in a good place there because you're dealing with I mean, just America such a large place anyway. And you have yeah. got different um, you, know, you get someone on from Boston or so, you know, crikey, you know, there's, there's no way you're going to link up uh, um, and, and meet up and do a video. It's going to have to be over the Internet. So by and large, the Internet's going to do a lot of your production for you, which is which is good. Um, yeah, I mean, we've got that a whole other layer of stuff there, which is why we've got so much kit behind this sheet behind me there. There are cables, wires. I've got so many different microphones and cameras, <laughs> which um, which we've just bought since we started doing this. And we're funny enough, we, we're meeting up um, next month to do a load of videos. We'll meet up for the day and we'll do six or seven videos all in the day. We're going to meet up in Stratford. We have a good day of it and we'll enjoy ourselves, yeah. have a few drinks and make loads of videos. But the... The, the gear has got to be good. You've got it. You can't come away from somewhere thinking, "Oh, I didn't quite capture the sound, or I didn't quite capture the image." Yeah, so you've got yeah, to double. Yeah. You've got to double up on your sound. You've got to. I mean, it's crazy. Listen to myself say this, and, and you know, because as you as you know, with your own journey, four or five years ago, to think that I would be talking about how I have to double up on my sound equipment sounds a bizarre. <laughs> Why would I even say such a phrase? I wouldn't even know anything about about that thing. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to. Yeah, there there's some tech some technical issues that you've got to get around when you when you do this sort of stuff but i i, I do see i see so many i say i see it's hard slog a lot of people do this thing and they fall by the wayside but so you've got to look at west End fan tv they, they, they're still going they keep churning yeah. it out and, and it's yeah. it's hard work it's hard work you you've got family commitments and stuff like that and oh, yeah. it's you know things have to take a a back burner sometimes so you know you've got to really try and balance it up you need an understanding family it eats into your personal time so a lot of people understandably so in terms of i guess all football media fall by the wayside because we've all got a job to do and we've all got other stuff um we've all got other stuff to do so it's uh i don't even know i'm just i'm just rambling now but yeah you know what no, you've I just did. got yeah. you've just got an interesting journey ahead of you and um it's oh, sorry that's what i was going to say I've, I've seen a lot of people just go technical so they'll think oh we've got to be massively graphic we've got the graphics have got to be good and all this yeah. stuff and actually it, it doesn't really get you anything um in in the long run you've still it's your it's your content it's being right. people need to be able to see you people be able to need to hear you and then and then it's up to you so you've then you connect yeah you've got absolutely to connect with people yeah you've got to sound genuine because because i mean that the one thing i think today with, with with social media and everything is people sniff when you're not being true they really yeah. do they sniff it out uh, and, and they'll call you out on it because it doesn't it doesn't take anything to call you a, a toss pot from from a twitter feed well that's, a, really lovely, that's, that's a toss pot is a compliment on twitter so, <laughs> seriously isn't it I'm, I'm trying i'm trying to i'm trying to like, calm it down a little bit so we don't get the old fbc coming after us um but speaking of toss pots uh, I, I want to go. I want to go back to your early years of watching watching West Ham. I mean, you you, you said you've been watching for donkey years. Well, do you do you remember your first West Ham memory? I do remember my first West Ham memory, and I knew you'd ask it, so I've got the program ready. Oh, oh, oh prepared. <laughs> That's this. 
is my first ever game. Oh and it's my god! West Ham versus Berry oh in, the, in the League Cup. It was called the Milk Cup back then. And my first ever game, we won ten nil. Oh, get out get, what that's so funny <laughs> it cracks me up when i have people say stuff i like know that. me too you know it's funny is that a lot of the people that we had on their first game was a blowout i'm just going to show you something here because <laughs> oh, uh, because there'll be a lot of people who will recognize this beautiful car Holy. look at that on, hold it up again that's can you see it can you see it there's a ford sierra oh Still my there. god a ford sierra uh, uh, i want that on my car <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah Neil Orr. There's there's Neil Orr in his very very short <laughs> shorts. Neil, very short shorts. Well, um, I used to wear those when I played football as a kid. I mean, I'm uh, I'm aging myself now, aren't I? Sure, I used to wear shorts like that as a kid going to school. Blimey! There you go. So yeah, it's uh, that was that was really something. Ten over barriers. Yeah, there you go. Behind, behind, behind the scenes, there a clerk of works. There's John Lyle there, Alvin Martin. So yeah, that, my my first ever game, ten nil. My second game, um, I think we played Charlton, and I, and, and my um, because it was my 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 stepfather who uh is the reason I became a how he's basically been my father all you know all my life. And I remember saying um. He always tells a story in my second game against Charlton because I, I thought we'd win 10 0 again. I was saying to him, <laughs> Are we going to score yet, Dad? Are we going to score yet, Dad? When are we going to score? When are we going <laughs> we, to. We, we didn't score, I don't think. Oh. <laughs> see, my, see, my first game wasn't a blowout. It was a 2 1 win against Chelsea, and it was Clyde Best that scored. But I mean, I'm going back to like, like donkeys years ago. So I think, I'm, I think I'm the ancient one in this group at 55. Which but, is uh, rare, rare for me to be a, a spring chicken on a. Uh, well, you know what we said. I think, that's, I think that's why Tim called me in here. He says, "Yeah, he felt sorry for you always being the old man of the group." That's so. kind. That's kind. <laughs> but um, oh, man. My, yeah, my... so, so who, who was your hero growing up? Then, so who were you, your heroes when when you were growing up? Oh, I loved I loved Phil Parks. Um, yeah, it was the first autograph I ever got. I guess people don't really get autographs anymore. I get selfies, don't they? Of course, now which, yeah. are, which, which selfies are probably better than autographs. To be fair, um, he was the first autograph that I ever got. And you know, I'm I'm I was tiny. I'm I'm not a big fella now, but I was tiny as a kid, and he was just so big, such a huge man. I remember being in all not that I ever was a goalkeeper, but yeah, I remember Phil Parks. And of course, you'd always get to see him for a whole half because I'd be in the old North Bank. Yeah. Um so we'd be right behind the goalkeeper, you know. So yeah, just watching in awe of him. I I, I used to really like uh, Alan Devonshire, but then there was other ones I used to really like. Um it was just a bit of a <laughs> Was George Paris? who was wasn't really a particularly special <laughs> player, but I loved George Paris. I, I, you uh -huh. know, yeah, I remember wanting to be George Paris. So, um, but yeah, I, I never did become George Paris. Is there was there any particular position that you always favoured? Like what watching at all? I, I, I've always had this thing for for bruisers of midfielders, like uh, yeah, like 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 your, your Dixies, like like I, I like people that go out there and would ju just stamp their authority on people. Uh, yes, I, I I know what you mean. I do I do like that as well. Um, I, I I've always liked wingers though. I, I do like yeah. fast wingers. I like crossing. I was having this conversation the other day. I I quite like fast football. Um, all that uh -huh. you know, all that Barcelona stuff. You know, Puyol yeah. to Xavi to Iniesta, back to Xavi, back yeah. to Iniesta, yeah. back to Puyol, back. Oh, you know, Barcelona have had the had the ball for two minutes. So whoopee, whoopee, do. Sorry, I've just woken up. You know, um, <laughs> I, I, no, no, no. I get down, and I don't mean hoof ball. I don't mean the goalkeeper to hoof it, but I mean to the fullback, to the wingers, fast down. Yep. If you can go get on, into go their on. box in about four or five moves. 
four or five passes. I've, I've always liked that. In, in many respects, the sort of football that Jurgen Klopp plays, actually, I, I really like those those balls whipped in and getting wide. And I, I, I like that. I like that. So, yeah. Um, so Mark Ward, funnily enough, I used to like Mark Ward, Stuart Slater, when he came yeah. through. Alan Devonshire was the, was the first Alan real wizard that I ever I ever saw. But I did love Brooklyn in the middle. And obviously, I'm mindful now. I'm talking about these players. And people just know them now. There's such a you know young generation that there's of people that are on banners because the footage. We're lucky now. We're lucky yeah. now. If you want to, if you want to ever see how good Dimitri Payet was in 20 years' time, well, all his goals are in HD. Yeah, you'll yeah. be able to watch all his stuff um, in real high quality. You watch any sort of archived footage from the 80s, and particularly on modern tellies, it looks awful. Because everyone's yeah. got such a, you know, everyone's got a telly the size of a cinema now, haven't they? Let's be fair. My yep. My, yep. My, my my lounge is mostly plasma. Um, you yeah. know, so whereas my, <laughs> whereas my old telly was about that big, and yeah. the the old footage. So that you know, I'm saying the young fans growing up now, they're just names, iconic names: Trevor Brookin, Billy Bonds, people yeah. like this. Um, but so to see him play was something special. I'm technically a younger fan, I guess you'd say. So um, I how old, how old are you? Tell me, I'm asking. I'm 39, but I didn't start following West Ham until 2008. So yeah, well, why? Well, I'm sure you've said it a thousand times on this channel, but just for for me, the logo and the uniforms, the colors, the the irons, the hammers, the thought of um, you know just the the castle with the hammers, man. I mean that just it just that stuck out to me. So I was playing, you know, championship manager, football manager, all that, all those games back then, and I always picked a team, and I would always pick West Ham because I love their logo, and that's how I started. And I would win with them, and then I did history, and I looked at my family history, and my family history, you know, people from Romford um, in my family. Like really? My oh yeah. So deep down on my mother's side is they're you know from Romford, so. Um, that to me was like, okay, well, that's a connection to me. So I became obsessed. I started doing the history. I started looking at the history. I started following, watching as many YouTube videos as I possibly could and, 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 um, you know, learning as much as I could about the club. But anyway, since I'm a new fan, newer fan, you say, um, and defenders for me are, are my thing. I mean, I, I love a, just a beast of a defender who can score goals, who can smash a header, who can always be at the right place at the right time. And for me, that was James Tompkins. He's my all-time favorite West Ham player, and people call me fucking bananas about that. I but cried when they got rid of him. I, 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 yeah, my absolute favorite hammer of all time. Well, he, I'll tell you, actually, I'll tell you a little story. I don't think I've ever said this before. When I said that last access we had to – we. If you look at some of my earlier vlogs, you'll see that I'm actually pitch side. Um, some of the first vlogs we do and the last season up to park, you'll see I'm pitch side. I'm, I'm literally right next to the players. We had lovely, lovely access for that last season. Um, so I, I wish we, I wish we did anymore. We've fallen foul of the club in, in yeah. some way, shape, or form. Uh, but James Tompkins was the one player. Uh, every every time he used to say hello to me, you know, the, he was the, the friendliest guy there. I, I really, I really liked him. He was a really, really nice guy. Um, Mrs. Gonzo fancied him as well, so I didn't want to get too pally. <laughs> I didn't want to get too pally with him. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, I mean, I was looking at this this year. I mean, people were talking about, oh, well, when, when Reed comes back, do we not get rid of him? Let's keep him because he's a he was the last goal at the bowl in and blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to check his stats. I'm going to check out Barna's stats. Ever, ever since um, you know, he left the club. James Tompkins left the club. I'm like, look at all the defenders and look at all their stats, the games, appearances, yellow cards, goals scored, and everything. And James Tompkins, obviously at Palace, but still, it's not the point. The point is, 
if we had kept him, we would have had that out of him, even though he left because he wasn't getting the first team football. I mean, I'm sorry, the minute said he wanted and so on. I get that. But that's Tim me, doesn't forgive very easily. Billish's <laughs> fault to me. So anyway, but that I I I I'm so upset with Billish about that. But anyway, um, never should let him go. He should and Mark Noble should have put his foot down and said, Listen, I'm the fucking leader of this team and I want him to stay. Like we can't get rid of James Tompkins. And no, he I mean everybody just let him go. I'm bullshit about that. And his stats, he scored like five goals a year, pretty much. That was his average. It was five goals a year. Now, Winston Reed didn't even freaking play half the time. Um, and then, you know, even James Collins and, and um, Angelo Barna, I mean, yeah, they have, you know, a couple of goals and a lot of yellows and so on and, and not as many appearances. And I'm like, we've oh, missed out change. on that. So anyway, that's my – I haven't ranted about Mr. Tompkins in a while in, in many episodes, so this is my chance to do it again. So Let it Thank out, you. man. Let it out. It's been at least one episode <laughs> since he's ranted about Tompkins. At least one. No, it's been like five. It's two minutes. Five. One episode. Number two, man. So one episode. Anyway. So what what about this squad this squad this this year, Gonzo? I mean, who, who do you think has really like stuck out to you as being something incredible? Well, well, the goalkeeper uh, is as good as any goalkeeper. Um, I think when you get into the the ridiculous money that Chelsea and Liverpool have paid, I don't think Man City's keeper was cheap either. Then they have a level of distribution beyond that. But actually, in terms of saving catching the ball, yeah. which is what a goalkeeper his first pri primary job is. He's as good as anyone. But Declan Rice has been absolutely tremendous. He's been absolutely. Um, he's a, 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 you could just see he's a leader. I, I don't know how long he'll be with us, but he gets it. He gets West Ham and some of them do. They don't necessarily have to be West Ham. I mean, Ginger is another one. Ginger's a Welshman, you know. But he exactly. got West Ham. He, he, totally, became, he totally got it, didn't he? Yeah, it became, it became a Cockney. And I, even though, you know, Declan came from Chelsea's academy, and I would imagine, he's never said it, but I'd imagine knowing where he and his family live, which is sort of near Wimbledon, Kingston. I, I know that my sister lives up there. It's a big Chelsea area. I'd imagine he was probably a Chelsea fan growing up, but he gets West no, Ham. No, and no. it's become I'm West from Ham. Wimbledon. I'm from Wimbledon. Crossed oh, ever since, since I could crawl. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my sister lives in Rains Park, which is yeah. just around the corner. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't know. But anyway, he gets it and yeah. he totally understands West Ham. He understands the culture of the club. And I think he has been absolutely phenomenal. I'm. I love the way Antonio has come back as well. Oh, he's I been I tell you, ever since the first time he, he run, run down that right wing, that first match he played for us back in 2015, um, I've, I've had a man crush on him. <laughs> I really have. Well, we, we're learning a lot. We've got the James Tompkins and the um, Mikhail Antonio. We're learning quite a lot, fellas, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and it's good. It's good to get these these things out. But anyway, I've I think um I think Noble finished really strongly and I think very much his first season, You're Philippe right. Anderson. A lot of people moan about Philippe Anderson, but I noticed today he's been linked with Liverpool. I'll tell you what, we might moan about Felipe Anderson. You wait and you see some moaning if we sold him. Then we'll oh, be moaning out. Yeah, you know, so, well, um, a few times we played without him, we, de we definitely missed him. Without a shadow of a doubt, we missed him. Yeah, yeah. but it's a, obviously, if a guy comes from a league like that, like, um, you know, Syria or even La Liga, they come over, there's going to be a growing pain. Same thing with Diop. I mean, Diop didn't have the greatest season either. I mean, he had some piss poor games 
mixed in with some really fantastic performances because it's just a learning experience. You got to the Premier League. There's nothing like it, so it takes time. But real quick, I do need to mention what we like to do over on American Hammers TV is mention all of the people that were in the chat room. Um, I know there's still time, but I just I like to get that done about halfway through or a little bit after. Um, I'll be shocked if Wally isn't in it. <laughs> there are some questions that you know for G, uh, for Gonzo. So all right, so. We have uh, we got Wally Worlds in here. Wally World, we're actually going to have him on June 9th, along with Gabe, who isn't here today, but he's almost here every single episode. He's kid's 16 years old from Austin, Texas, and like he'll sneak out his lunch break at school to watch our videos when we have an early show. Usually, <laughs> I mean, the kid's <laughs> awesome. So we said we'll have him and also Wally, um, Ben Davis, um, Gary Smithhurst. Now, Gary Smithhurst. Um, no, it was sorry. Ben Davis says, Could you please ask Gonzo if he has seen the new kits for the upcoming season? Um, uh, yeah, I, I have I have seen something, I have seen something ah. a, bit like the, a, bit, a bit like the Loch Ness Monster, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I've I've seen I've seen something, but you know, a lot of smoke and mirrors, and um, yeah, I, I did. I think, as I say, I'm not really on Twitter very much anymore. But I think I did. I did tweet it out there, but only because I. Number one, I think too much is made of the kits generally, and as I always say, well, it's going to be claret and it's going to be blue. But then, um, <laughs> when I was uh, given this this little snippet of information for the first time in many a season, I, was, I went, "Ooh, ooh, interesting, nice, yeah." So, um, so I have seen a. Um, so it has got chevrons on it then. Uh, well. I've, I've, yes, basically the, the snippet. What I saw, I'm, I'll, I'll come clean with you. I'll come clean with you. I saw somebody saw it, and then they, they literally drew it for me. And I, um, I mean, I, this person is extremely, so extremely. Funny, I can't get over it. No, he's, he's extremely trustworthy. This person, yeah. everything they've ever told me has been spot on, and they are highly, highly connected. So, um, awesome. so yeah, so they did a drawing for me, and. And I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't want them to try and take a picture of it anyway. So, uh, you know, that was absolutely fine. They showed me it, and it did look remarkably like the uh, the '76 shirt, albeit without the um, without the collar, um, and not quite, uh, not, not 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 quite as um, triangulated, mm -hmm. uh, if you, if you know what I mean, uh, a bit straighter. So, um, but and, unless there's been some ruse and someone has been leaking, what do they call yeah. it? You, you know, we I'm saying where they try and counter. What's the words? Um, like a false intelligence to try yeah. and to try and, and come out with something different but from what i know from what i gather it's uh it is like the 76 but not quite as pointy and there's no collar so uh yeah so yes from what i saw which wasn't the original kit it was it looked very very nice but um but my friend is is terrible at drawing and um, so what i did i went and i went on photoshop so i'm slightly better at photoshop than he is at drawing and then i did it and then i said to him is that it? he went yeah that's okay. it. <laughs> nice uh gary smithhurst uh asks are the american hammers going to be part of that 24-hour live stream and um well, Gio asked me if we'll be willing to do it, so I don't know much more than that. But um... well, we, well, listen, we're we're relying, <laughs> uh, we're relying on you because your time zone. We're gonna uh, we we got a, a whole, you know, there's gonna be yeah, time. we'll we'll, we'll definitely yeah. do it. It's just yeah, I don't know any more details, so we'll talk yes. more about that. Yes, yes, but you we, are. We will definitely yes, you are be available for that for sure. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, well, I haven't thank, heard thank anything you guys. about it, Tim. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, okay. 
There's gonna, there's gonna, there's, I'm gonna, gonna have to just that's blackmail all, him into doing it, Gonzo. That's all there is. Listen, I've been giving like you a lot of airtime there, Wayne. I don't I know. know he gives man. me a More ton of airtime. You're, you're always the first guest. I mean, if I have to have a guest co host, you're always the first one I ask. So We're gonna have to get Nigel on. Get Nigel, get Nigel around. Get Nigel. Get all feisty with you, winning. James Quinlan's in here from Knoxville Hammers. We've had him on the show as a guest. That was awesome. And he. I don't know if it wasn't him who said um Gary Smithers. We definitely need to, okay, never mind. Um Gary Smithers says Macavenny for him. Um some oh, he also says Paris always gives hundred percent talking about Paris. Um and then James was like Carlton Cole for him. And um Gary Smithers actually says he met Stuart Slater a few weeks back. That's funny. Um Ben Davis says John Moncor, uh, John Moncor um always got stuck in and always got booked, of course. And Tebow, who's been on a frequent viewer of ours says Antonio is his favorite player, and um, I like that lad. Yeah. I think I think he's I think he's a he's a viewer of everybody. I he's he's always he he loves his West Ham media. Mm -hmm. I, I think so too. Yeah, that, that but we love seeing that. So basically, Gonzo, sorry to interrupt this whole thing, but yeah, we like to do that somewhere. Little after halftime. No, so can, no, uh, no. I, I, you've got you've got you've got guys that are in you've got to hear from your audience. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that. Thank you guys for following us and watching i really appreciate that um all right so going forward there's i'm so sick of the fucking rumors man i really am but what are your thoughts now on who we're linked to now for the most important position besides a box to box midfielder in my opinion would be a striker well uh, okay so well, frustrating about two months ago and on a cup of tea i mentioned a striker called sebastian haller and uh, the reason I mentioned him is because uh, we, a friend, a friend of ours on the forum, uh, has been down uh, to games with us, and a good friend of ours, Tim, said that he was somebody that we should look at. So I looked at some videos on him, and I thought he was brilliant. Him and a guy called Paulson, and I said it on a couple of cup of tea. I've said it numerous times. I see he's been linked today, just just now, just literally before we came on. I just on. saw that on the, on my news feed. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, just before, yeah. I, we were talking about it about two months ago. Um, so just in case anybody claims anything, it was Tim on the forum about two months ago um, <laughs> who, who, who scouted him. So uh, I, I, well, I'm sure someone for Frankfurt scouted him first. But yeah, so he looks really exciting. And he is the best one I've seen so far. What, what's I, his I, age, you know? How old he is? No, he's not. He's not old though. He's not old. Yeah. He's he's massive. I mean, he is massive. He's about. Um, his club didn't get relegated just this season. No. Did Frankfurt? No, no, Frankfurt. Um, no. That seems to be what we're, the, looking, uh, what we're looking for, though. You know what I mean? We, we, it, oh God. No, or no, he's, he's he's a good player. He's 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 sort of like two hundred pounds or something like that. Um, he's a big, big boy. He is a big, he is a big boy, six well, foot good. four, two hundred pounds. Um, but he's very skillful, very very good. I I don't I don't believe a lot of this stuff, Tim. You can't read too much into it. I don't mean that rumor in particular. I still think this Maxi Gomez thing has got um, a lot of legs on it. Can run and run. There was a similar tactic with Felipe Anderson last season. Yeah. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that Arsenal are in. I don't necessarily believe Tottenham are in. I, I can't imagine that Tottenham are going to suddenly go from spending no money in two transfer windows to spending forty five million for a for a player to go on the bench. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all, and I'm and it doesn't. Geo did mention that Lacazette might be off to Atletico Madrid. I, I don't know um, about that, but if he's not, again, I can't imagine Arsenal. Why would he go to Arsenal with Lacazette and Aubameyang there? Can't can't see that myself. So I still think we possibly are in the running uh, for that guy, and 
what I would suggest is I, I also think Pellegrini is not silly. He's not silly at all. So yeah, he, the, these, these people would have been approached long before now. Uh, Pellegrini would have had a chat with his agent. All this stuff goes on. It's not meant to, but it all goes on. I would imagine whoever we're going to get probably knows they're coming already. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, it's just you know it. Uh, God, social media—it gets crazy, and I'm just so sick. Of we have to take it with a pinch of salt as well. It's tough until the last couple of weeks. You, think you, you about, kind of have to like watch, but not watch. You think about what the club needs, though, and then you think about the reaction of these people. It's, I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, gonna... say, yeah, what, what don't you like, Tim? Well, you say about rumors, and your, your head goes into your hands, and social media. What, what's what's annoying you about it? It's not the fact that we're linked to somebody whether or not i like them or not it's the fact that looking at what the club needs and whether we get him or not it doesn't matter what matters is what the club is supposedly looking at obviously we trust the manager i trust the manager i think he did a fantastic job in his first season with us and i trust that he's going to make the right decisions going forward between him and who's loss if that guy does anything um i feel that yes i trust that whatever they pick will be great but looking at what we're linked to for the most part has been garbage Yes. I mean, and that, that's what's most frustrating. And then seeing the reactions of a lot of the fans saying, well, that's all we can get. We should be very happy to get Mitrovic from a relegated club who only scored 11 goals, which is only one more than what our top scorer scores. You know, our top scorer scored. And that's frustrating to me. I frustrate you that look, looking at, like, if we're linked to them, there's there's got to be not necessarily some truth to it, but there could be, there could have been a mention or not necessarily it might be like really into signing them. Um, it might not be really close, but if we're if they even looked at Mitrovic, that's that's not going in the right direction to me. You know or I mean? it could it's be a... just some sports writer that's just got up out of bed this morning and his sports editor has said to him, "We need a story about West Ham today." No, I know I, 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 it's, it's quite clear that the club have been um, briefing um, people on that Mitrovic, Rondon, Morega. And yeah. Gomez, that that's I, I know that for a fact. The club have been briefing people on that. Um, the so the only question is, and and I did this is this is absolutely true. I, I did a I did a little video um, last week from my van, and I just entitled it "Striker Update," and it I, the, the information had come hot off the press from the club, and they were very brief in everybody at least four strikers. At, they were between five and ten percent chance of signing each and every one of them, and it, it come from a, a, you know a, a top a top place in the club. Now, what we have to decide is: are they feeding that on purpose? The cynic in me thinks that they are, um, because I I would imagine we, our, our media was so bad, and I'm I'm talking primarily about Sullivan here. Our media was <laughs> so bad in terms of leaking players before Pellegrini came in. I'd be amazed. If one of the conditions of Pellegrini signing wasn't just about bringing a direct football, it was actually you've got to shut up and these leaks have got to stop. So I think yeah. whilst the club have a the club have an open line to Claret and Hugh, for instance, and I think that works for both parties, particularly when it's about ticketing or when there's logistical stuff that, that the trains won't be running for this day or mm -hmm. the carpet will be laid on this day. i think for stuff like that the club are happy um to to leak that sort of stuff i think when it comes to transfers i think it's it's stopped and i said this to geo last night with you look at actually what happened last season and if you actually follow if you actually do a forensic examination of when we signed a player 
and who was the first to leak the information, I think you'll find that they did a pretty damn good job of of keeping it a secret. Yeah, um, I true. mean, gone on the days. I mean, for instance, if you remember when we signed Dimitri Payet, I think ex West Ham employee knew it. I mean, two months before. I mean, again, you can you can forensically follow the lineage of it. It's two yeah. months before. You look at our recent stuff. Stuff is not getting leaked. Stuff is not getting leaked. Yeah. So, I mean, and now we're we're at a case where we're naming so many players that you, you know you throw enough stuff at the wall, some it's going to stick. Um, but actually, those days of saying we are signing this player, that's who that's our main target, and that's who we're getting. I think the I think the club have closed ranks. So I wouldn't be surprised if we were surprised, if you know what I mean, and who we get. And actually, it's someone left field, and we just find out he's flying over for a medical tomorrow. Well, so far, I hope so. Because what we've been linked to so far really was not going in the direction that the club said that we would be going in since we left Upton Park. You know, I, I give them the benefit of the doubt for the first year or two or even three. But at least year three, it looked like, okay, well, they're making – you know, the right decisions in management. Now they're making the right decisions in some of the players that they signed. And it panned out that, yes, Fabianski was a great signing. And, yes, Philip Anderson was a very good signing and so on. So it looks like we're starting to go in the right sign. direction. Now, why the hell would we go backwards? So that's that, that's my worry. I understand that there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot of money unless we sell players, etc. I'm not worried about the transfer budget. I'm worried about, you know, the people that we're going to be signing going forward. Not taking a step back by signing a bunch of relegated player or, or players on teams who are in the relegation battles, like Gomez. So, I don't know. That's just my rant about that. I don't think we need to worry too much. I really don't. Uh, I, don't. I, I mean, I, I'm from I'm a f from the frame of mind that, yeah, and this is just me me talking here. Is that I, I my worrying about it's not going to bloody fix anything. I think there are going to be people out there that are always going to be spouting off as to what they think's happening. I think some of it is what what you were saying, Gonzo, about the fact that in the past there were a lot of people that did have an inside line into it. I think a lot of those people now that they don't have an inside line are feeling really pissed about that, and I think a lot of them are spouting off because. They they want people to still think that they've got an inside line, so they're they're just blowing it. They're blowing their horn, with the hopes that maybe they're going to hit hit on the right target. Yeah. So so they can turn around at the so they can turn around at the beginning of the season and say, see, I called this one out. I think some of that is going down. Plus, the British press has always been bloody brutal. It's always <laughs> been brutal, um, and I think some of that has got to go down with it too. Um, you know, let's face it. Whatever happens. Come August, we're going to be screaming for them, even if we've got the worst bloody bunch of idiots out on the field ever. Yeah, but I, I, I also think we're in a position whereby we're not gonna, we're not good enough to get top six, and we're not bad enough to get relegated. So we are in that that little zone there where we are competing yeah. with with you know a whole host of other clubs there, the you know Leicester and, and so on and so forth. So we're we're going to fight it out. But and I think with that in mind, we're not signing Griezmann. Or anybody like that. <laughs> yeah. So we, 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 we are, we are going to, we are going to, we are looking for another bell winner. Well, listen, what Joshua King, man? You know, what I mean, we were linked with him in January, and then all of a sudden that fizzled out because we never ended up getting rid of Arnautovic. Um, that's a player who's on a team who wasn't relegated, who's at a lateral level from us, roughly. At least it's not. You know, I know it's Bournemouth and all, but the guy's is an international. He's still what twenty-seven years old. Oh, you mean you mean Callum Wilson? You mean Callum Wilson? No, we were linked with Joshua King. I'm not joking. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't score any goals apart from he, penalties. We didn't want him. Oh, he's, <laughs> a, he's a big man. He's a target man. He's a. He, I do feel that he would be fantastic. Yes, Callum Wilson. I take him too. 
I take him too, but we were lit. My point is, we were linked to Josh. I would like to see us linked to him instead of a Mitrovic or instead of a, you know, someone from a shit team. Mm. Well, we, we, I think we will bring an English player in now because obviously we've got the numbers to look we after. Have to. That's true. Yeah. Um, but I but expect a South American punt, and I and I do choose my words carefully. <laughs> you know yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well. Um, Listen, man, I really want to appreciate, I mean, I really do appreciate you coming on today, um, especially on short notice. Yeah, that was really fantastic. Um, Gio's, I asked him a while ago, um, you know, you think G uh, Gonzo would come on? And I know you took a little hiatus from social media for a little while too. And um, yeah, you went it's, like, it, it, it eats up too. so much. It eats up so much of your time, guys. This, this stuff. And, and I thank you so much. And you're lovely guys. And it's very relaxed. And it's, you know, you'll do, you'll do ever so well. You really will. But it's, this is, this stuff is time consuming. And I think I just found myself, what with social media and all the other West Ham stuff that's out there, actually, you can find yourself eating two hours of your day every day. Oh, so easy. it was a case of, yeah. So, and, and that's, you know, so, and, and believe it or not, I, I've stopped doing that. And, Hey presto, the lounge has got decorated. So, um, <laughs> and, and it's, 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 yeah, grey. Everything's grey, grey and white. Everything's grey. Grey, everything. Every, every, grey, grey is in at the moment. But you know what? It beats magnolia, which was uh, previously magnolia and brown before. Sounds disgusting, doesn't it? So, uh, so yeah, grey, grey and white. So it's. I've, I've been liberated by the, the lack of social media. And and you know what? The other thing is, it keeps you fresh for doing this sort of stuff. Well, so when you do jump on the video, then um, then you're you're more interested to talk about it you know because you've yeah. not been it's like poor old yeah. tim there oh social media and the strikers and all the rest of it you don't get dragged down by all that horrible horrible stuff that goes on on there but listen fellas it's been um it's been really nice really really I nice thank you for having you. me on it really has been a pleasure mate really has charlie and tom we've had on to do a match preview with us we haven't interviewed him yet but we're going to do that soon um and geo listen you've all been such just very nice guests and very helpful for us. I've asked Gio multiple questions about just, you know, the whole YouTube thing. And he's been very helpful with me. So, and, uh, you know, thanks for the invite to the, you know, 24 hour live stream. And, and you guys have been nothing but awesome. And I hope this relationship continues. No, so, it, will, uh, it absolutely will. And, and the yeah. very, very best of luck with you. And if there's anything we can do, you know, you know that, you know, that anyway. And now you've got a direct line to me. Sorry, I've, yeah. you know, I've not been on there. Now you've got a direct line anytime. I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, Wayne, appreciate it, Gonzo. Wayne, Cheers, guys. Thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate that on short notice as well. And our next show is tomorrow night. We have, it's tomorrow's Thursday, right? Yeah. <laughs> tomorrow we have tomorrow story Thursday? time. Story time with Gary Parrish. I've been looking forward to this so much. Um, Gary. Today's Thursday. Is it Thursday? No, it's Wednesday. Stop it. Uh, it, it, Stop it's it. Probably, it's, it's, it might be Thursday in the States. Oh, I don't know man, how the time zone works. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's Monday in the UK. Gary's respect to the Jack Daniels in the coffee. That's for, for definite. Gary's from Holy City Hammers. We had him on one time as, you know, a guest from a supporters group, Holy City Hammers in Charleston, South Carolina, and he was fantastic. But then as soon as we stopped recording, he told us three of the most craziest stories ever, West Ham related. And we we're like, shit, we need to have you back on now. So we had him back on and then we bring him back on and he comes with a list literally of 18 different stories that he wants to tell. And I'm like, oh, man, we only have an hour. So we're, let's I know what we can do. We could put a robe on you and get a pipe and put you in a chair in front of a fireplace and have story time <laughs> with Gary Parridge and have make this a ongoing thing. So we are gonna make it an ongoing original thing. concepts. That's the other thing you've done it. That's the other thing you've got to do with YouTube. Do Summit Original. I like story time. Pipe and slippers. And as I said earlier, it's that stuff when you stop recording, sometimes you think, ah, 
Oh, that's the good stuff. So well done, well done for oh, harnessing yeah. it. I'm I'm going to watch Story Time. Story Time with Gary Pears tomorrow at um, yeah, it's uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. So that's a little late for you, but you'll probably catch it Friday. Um, and then on Sunday we have Los Angeles Hammers. We've been trying to get them on since our day one, and I'm so thankful that they've decided to come on so we can talk about the Los Angeles Hammers, man. That's one of the you know they got a decent sized group over there. And then on Monday of next week, we have none of them uh, as big as the Dallas Hammers. I no. know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then uh, the, <laughs> lastly, we have mon next Monday, we're going to have another season review with eight to 10 other guests um, that we did not, that we've had on in the past, but did not have on the last season review that we did. So we want everyone that we've had on from America to have their voice heard about their season review. All right, so it should be fun. Last time it worked very good. We were able to get people to roughly five minutes apiece, and uh, except for Wayne <clears throat> and Kevin. <laughs> so, it so it took a little bit late. It's only because Kevin took like eight or ten minutes, so I felt like I should take eight or yeah. ten minutes as well. Other than that, it worked out awesome. I mean, we got to meet Nigel, too. <laughs> Nigel is Wayne's alter ego. That was fantastic. But anyway, thanks, everybody, for watching. Come on, you irons. Come on, you irons.